Um, I was going to say to you, what to you, what does cold snap mean? When the weather has been okay and then suddenly it's uh-huh. cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because why? The reason I'm asking is because your nipples are so erect. Because of the cold snap. Yeah, it's so yeah. snappy on my nipples. Yeah. Well, you did say um, as we were walking down here from the clubhouse, you did say I want to be snappy tonight so that I can get these uh, snappy nipples uh, snapped. snapped off by um the snapping demon in the clubhouse yeah and i was like let's snappily snap snap snipple (laughs) (laughs) for the record everyone she did say that and then i slapped her (laughs) yeah because you thought i said slap 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 yeah yeah yeah, i did i thought she said slappity slap slap so i was like oh okay (laughs) and then i um, nearly knocked her unconscious but we made it here we made it here uh it's it's windy um Mm -hmm. but at least it's not raining and we're ready to go. Are you ready to go? Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> okay, who, and it, who uh, which one? You? Who, 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 which <laughs> one? It's it's me. And I'm reading a story by Leah. Uh, Leah's really helpfully put she, her at the bottom. So thank you for your pronouns, Leah. Um, just so we know when we discuss uh, what we think your vagina looks like later in the episode. <laughs> and the story goes like this. Hello, Kyle, Jenny and Ghoul Clubbers. I live in a haunted house. It isn't anything too crazy, mostly footsteps on the stairs, a distant whisper here or there, or items randomly appearing in places they shouldn't be. And it has always been really random and rarely happens, so it's not like it's something we deal with every day. At the time of this story, I lived with both my mum and my older brother. I was never home alone, and the ghostly noises just didn't bother me as long as I was with one of them, probably because they weren't really bothered by it either. When I turned 13, I begged my mum to let me be home by myself. My older brother was 18, so he backed me up because he was sick of babysitting. (laughs) Mum... Which is, yeah, perfect. I I remember my brother doing the same thing. He was only two years older than me. Um, Mum would work a couple of night shifts a month, so usually my brother was grounded on those nights just so I didn't have to be alone. Then the night came. My first ever night home alone. Can we say home alone? Is home alone trademarked? Well, I mean, if it is, that means like every title is, and there's like surely every film, I mean, every film might be. Literally those two words may be a film. Uh, do you know what I, I'm saying? No, no, I don't. I'm no, saying I don't. if the title of a film becomes two a trademark words. where you can't actually say it, right? Yeah. There are so many films out there, shit and good, that mm-hmm. even talking right now, I may have used the words of a film without realising it. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well then, um, Macaulay so Culkin, you're so. not, you are not allowed <laughs> to come after our podcast. Sorry, yes, that's our yeah. argument. <laughs> that's 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 the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Leah continues, and remember everyone, this is now her first ever night alone in her house, her haunted house. I was totally fine to begin with. I just watched Easy A. Great I movie. Love that. Great movie. It's so oh. good. I I got a pocket, got a pocket full of sunshine. 
Do you know what? I actually might watch that movie tomorrow night. Yeah, I might. It's 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 great, Leah. What a fucking ama- amazing choice. Yeah. Um, I just watched Easy A and snuck way too many snacks from the snack cupboard. Around 10pm, I was still watching TV curled up on the sofa because I was nervous about going to bed and turning off all the lights and lying alone in the dark. Totally get that. I understand completely. Yeah. My brother usually got home around midnight, so I figured that as long as I stayed on the sofa until then, I wouldn't have to go upstairs alone. Then the phone rang. I still remember the feeling of nervousness in my stomach. It was so late. Who was calling? I picked up the landline in the hallway. My heart was pounding. It was mum checking in on me. Oh. She knew it was be- <laughs> she knew it was bedtime and I'd probably be a bit freaked out being alone, so she just wanted to make sure I was okay. After the call, I went back to the sofa just as footsteps sounded like they came slowly downstairs. The ghost had, of course, chosen a night that I was alone to scare the crap out of me. I stared at the stairs, but there was no one there. There never was. Then I heard a gentle knock on the front door. It was so quiet that I thought I'd imagined it the first time, but it was clearer the second time. I walked out into the hallway and shouted, Hello? But there was no answer. After a few seconds, the knock came again. I didn't want to answer the door. Clever girl. And the only way of seeing who was at the front door was from my brother's bedroom window upstairs. I quickly turned off all the lights downstairs and ran up to my brother's room as the gentle knock on the door happened again. I looked out of his window, but there was no one there, and the knocking had stopped. I realised I was upstairs in the dark, alone, and decided to try and make myself comfortable in my bed with the lights on for the next couple of hours. I'd been sat on my laptop for a while when I heard the sound of the front door being unlocked and opening. I was so relieved that my brother came home early. I closed my laptop and sprinted to the top of the stairs and shouted his name. No answer. I peered downstairs and my blood ran cold when I saw that the front door was hanging open. All I could see outside was the night. I shouted my brother's name again, but there was still no answer. All I wanted to do was run and hide under my duvet, but there was no way I was just going to leave the door open like that. I felt like I was going to pee myself as I ran downstairs and slammed the door. The key was still in a bowl next to the phone, so I locked the door for the second time that night and then sprinted back to bed. As I lay there, crying and hoping that my brother would come home soon, I heard footsteps walking around in the hallway outside of my room. I held my breath as I listened to them slowly walk into my mum's room before fading out into silence. I just huddled up until my brother came home. He was stoned. (laughs) He was stoned, so I freaked him out when I came sprinting downstairs, hugging him and crying, but he was actually really great and helped to chill me out. Even though both mum and my brother were freaked out when I told them the full story, they just kind of shook it off. My brother went back to staying home with me when he had to for like another year. I still live in that house with mum now, and we still occasionally hear a few noises, but I've never experienced anything like I heard that night. Sorry that ended up being longer than I expected. It's probably been over a year since I even heard a single ghostly footstep, but I'll ask my mum and brother if they've got any stories I don't know about. Keep up the ghoulish stuff. I'd love to have sex in the clubhouse one day, (laughs) Leah. You're welcome. What a fantastic <laughs> story, Leah. Um, I say fantastic. Terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say fantastic, as in like it, it's really good. Um, it as just as a spooky story, but my fucking god, I cannot imagine the fear you must have felt seeing the front door open and the sensation of being like, I have to go down there and close it if I want to feel comfortable in my room again. Ugh. Oh god, especially like experiencing something like that on your own. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. god, that's actually horrible. Yeah, well, thank you for your story, Leah. And do you know what? If your mum and your brother do have any stories, we would love to hear them. Love to hear them. 
yeah like please share please please, like please please leah honestly come to the clubhouse baby you don't have to wear any clothes if you don't want to you can come in naked you cannot be wearing any knickers oh god i hope that you're that this was a long time ago because you said you were 13 in the story and i'm oh my god <laughs> <laughs> this is like 10 years ago right right Leah? you have yeah? to be over 18 to come into the clubhouse yeah you do i'm afraid i'm so sorry, sorry about that <laughs> <laughs> um I have got a story from Sam, who has kindly said she her. Oh, we are, do you know what? We've mentioned pronouns so many times now that everyone's like, I'm putting my pronouns. Which I really appreciate because you want to get I it do right, as well, yeah. Know? It's m- very helpful. Yeah, and you shouldn't have to make a judgment on it. Do you know what I mean? You want no, the person no. to tell you. Yeah, we don't want to assume. So it's called Evil Stepmother Ghost. Hi, Ginny and Kyle. I'm a massive fan of the podcast and I finally got round to writing my story for you. <laughs> This happened just before COVID hit, when my, uh, me and my fiancé, Charlie, were staying with my mum and stepdad at my stepdad's house in the Lake District. That sounds nice. <laughs> that sounds really lovely. So far, I'm like, okay, you're showing off that you're middle class. I totally get it. <laughs> we're cool with that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Please invite us to your house. Um, <laughs> it was really picturesque out of the middle of nowhere without another house in sight. Whoa, this house has got to be nice. <laughs> yeah. As soon as we arrived, I felt weirded out, but guessed it was just because of how isolated we were charlie said he had a weird vibe too but we decided to make the most of our stay and hoped that we'd relax once we'd settled in that first night as i stood under the shower um i don't know i said the shower um (laughs) the shower i noticed a large bruise on my back it was strange because no one had touched me in that spot i showed charlie and we tried to think about how it may have happened but we couldn't find an explanation as we went to bed i couldn't shake off the feeling that someone was watching us the next Ugh. morning, Charlie noticed that the bruise had changed overnight, taking on a, the shape of a handprint. Ugh. The marks were really clear, as if someone had pressed their fingers hard into my skin, leaving an imprint. <gasps> um, I'm so sorry to pause the story here, Sam, but there's a couple of things I want to mention. Um, first of all, well, when you had that feeling that someone was watching you, were you like turned on? Were you <laughs> and Charlie like, should we like fuck? And then whoever's watching gets to watch. And in that sex session could it be that charlie slammed his hands down on your back doggy style when he was like balls deep in you i feel like you've just literally solved the riddle yeah i think i think i might have uh, <clears throat> uh in reality we're not here to disprove no. anything normal, <laughs> and i fully believe you and uh if you did have sex that's great let's continue <laughs> <laughs> i showed mum the bruise and she seemed kind of shaken by it but didn't say anything at the time by the end of that day, the bruise was aching and I had a hard time sleeping because it would hurt every time I moved. Ooh. Ooh, that sounds like a really bad bruise. Yeah. The next morning, I woke up with a single determined thought. I needed a shit. No, sorry. Uh, I needed to leave. <laughs> that was such a weirdly long pause to say, to say I needed a shit. <laughs> sorry, Sam. <laughs> I didn't want to seem rude, so I was just honest with mum and told her, that the weird bruise had freaked me out and that I couldn't get comfortable in the house because it's, I felt like I wasn't wanted. The mum oh. told me something and made me swear to never tell my stepdad. <gasps> Did you just say the mum? Then mum. Then mum? Yeah, then mum told oh. me something. Oh, it sounded like you said the mum and I was like, what? Is there no, mom? no, then mum told me something okay, okay, and made me swear to never tell my stepdad. Okay. His ex-wife had completed suicide in the house years earlier and mum had always had a weird feeling there as if she wasn't welcome, but she'd never experienced anything like my bruise. Oh my god. I shit you not, when we left the house, the aching stopped. 
By the time we got home a few hours later, Charlie checked my bruise and it was way smaller and didn't resemble a handprint at all anymore. What the fuck? <gasps> I've always been into supernatural and witchcraft and stuff like that. So the next time my mum and stepdad went on holiday, I asked if me and Charlie could stay at their house while they were gone. But I had an ulterior motive. Oh. Ooh, when we arrived, we both immediately got the feeling that we weren't welcome. I burned some sage around the house and basically talked to my stepdad's ex-wife. I explained to her that she could be at peace and that it was okay to move on and no one was trying to replace her. By the time I was done, the house genuinely felt different. The air was lighter and clearer. The vibe felt really chilled. And even Charlie, who's mostly a skeptic, said that he felt like something had really positively changed. We stayed there for a few days with no issues. When my mum and stepdad came back, mum was really grateful and said she could sense a change the second they walked through the door. Just in case you're curious, my stepdad has no idea. He doesn't believe in ghosts, and when I gently nudged him to see if he felt like the house was different after the holiday, he just shrugged and said no. Oh. I know. Uh, so there you go. That's my story. I don't know what to say at the end of this email. Thank you for reading my story out, if you choose it, Sam. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Sam, that is incredible. Like, That's wow. a great story. Maybe That's like stepdad, a horror movie. Maybe the stepdad didn't feel the change because... He had never felt unwelcomed because oh my god, of the course. ex-partner wanted him there. Yeah, so he'd like never felt that like negative energy because she hadn't been inflicting it on him. Exactly, exactly. Why did she pick on Sam? That's so weird. Like, I don't like my uh, ex's new wife, but I'm not going to hurt her or anything. Oh, here comes her daughter. Time to punch her in the back. Maybe because she was young and pretty. Sam, we're going to now imagine that you are young and very, very hot. Um, so All please do share that emotion. Yeah, absolutely. You listening to this right now, you are so hot. You're so hot. You are so hot, and we want to touch that. Your toes. That. <laughs> we want to touch your toes because we certainly can't touch our own. <laughs> We're not built like that, I'm afraid. <laughs> um. Wow. What? I'm. I'm sorry, but we've got two fucking phenomenal stories tonight. I know. I, I like. I'm really impressed. And honestly. We like, you know, whatever your story is, we're grateful for you writing in. Absolutely. But please continue doing so. Honestly, yeah, we're here to we listen. We're here to talk about it. And yeah, sometimes we joke and say silly things, but ultimately, we're always on your side. We totally believe you, and we want more. That I I couldn't have said it better myself. That was that's exactly how I feel as well. Mm-hmm. Um, send your stories in because we we love you. And if you know what. If we joke about you having anal halfway through your story, just think of that as our way of saying we love you. Exactly. We love you so much. And Sam, one thing I do want to know, and please email in and tell us, when you were staying there, after you got rid of the negative energy in the house, did you just fuck everywhere? Did you just christen (laughs) every room? Did you just go around being like, time to now get our fucking juices all over every room in this house? I think they did. Absolutely. That's the vibe I'm getting. Let us know, Sam. We want to know. Um, Jenny, do you think you're ready for a paranormal problem? Just call me de- Dr. Jennifer Bartle. <laughs> I can't even just call me. Just call me. Do- <laughs> <laughs> for a minute, I thought you were saying, um, just call me Dick. And I was like, <laughs> I don't. And I was preparing to say, I don't get it. But then you said Dr. Jennifer Bartle. And it's I was because like, oh, I went to say doctor, but for some reason I was like, <laughs> and then I paused and then I tried to correct myself and. You know how it goes, guys. <laughs> I do, I do. I know how it is. Um, Jenny, this is very interesting because we've had our first ever follow-up letter from a previous paranormal problem. 
Um, and I've done the legwork for you. So if you um, haven't heard the original or you want to reacquaint yourself with the original, it was uh, episode five of Campfire Ghouls. And it goes a little something like this. Oh, wait, sorry, before you start. Oh, fuck, yeah. I don't think it's our first return one ever. I think we've oh, had Pammy Ann. Oh, right, Pammy Ann. Um, she, she doesn't count. <laughs> she doesn't count. We don't care about her. We don't care about uh, her or anything she does, really. Um, yeah, fair so, point. Um, she is our nemesis. So, so we are going to count this as as the first, our first one. one because Pammy Ann does not matter or exist. <laughs> Dear Kyle and Jenny, I'm not sure if you remember my original email. My wife Sophia was exhibiting vampiric behaviours following her business trip to Transylvania and had fucked my poor cock down to a little stub. You both expressed disbelief that she was a vampire, so I attempted the wooden stake trick. I asked her if she wanted to perform some sex play with it up her ass and pussy, but she turned it down. That's totally unlike her. So I tried something. I told her straight up I knew about her vampirism and asked if she would turn me so that we could be together forever. She sighed, rolled her eyes, and then smiled and said, I've been sending signals for weeks. Then she sucked out all of my blood and made me drink hers in return. Now I'm a vampire. The sex is better than it's ever been, and my penis regrew back to its original size, brackets, 12 and a half inches. Whoa. But I still have a problem. I miss the sun and the taste of human food, and I'm finding it difficult to control my thirst for blood. I'm also afraid of losing the people I care about, since I know I can never reveal my true nature to them. Do you have any advice on how to adjust to this new life and cope with the challenges it presents? And that's from Milo, 37, from Northumberland. I mean, that is a commitment to your, to your partner. That you have Absolutely. changed into a vampire. You know, yeah. I won't even listen to my partner's type of music, so never mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Changing fully to a vampire. Um, sorry, I'm not meant to laugh as a doctor. Um, yeah, no no humour, please. Sorry, no, sorry, sorry. This is I'm very take, serious. I'm taking this seriously, sorry. Okay. Um, I do believe that, you know, in ev- everything in life, mm-hmm. that there's costs and benefits and... Mm-hmm really you kind of have to do that analysis and think you know mm-hmm. great sex a long-term partner for existence um it, yeah you know um we'll be able to try every single type of move there is out there without mm-hmm. the risk of death mm-hmm. we will be able to you know have sex falling off a cliff and we're going to be absolutely fine yeah. um oh, what in- a great idea by the way sorry just need to interrupt you to say that's so romantic and really yeah. beautiful they could try absolutely everything and they're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, we want, what we want, Milo, is for you to, at one point, be coming in her pussy while you're in a car crash. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. literally try all of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, and so the fact that you can't have sex in the sun is sad. The fact that you can't be in the sun is sad. The fact that you're going to lose everyone by your partner is sad. And it's mm-hmm. kind of sad if you ever fall out of your partner because they're the only one you're going to have for the rest of your life. But you made mm-hmm. that decision, Milo. Um, you I'm going to step in. I'm afraid, as a doctor of paranormal problems, I'm going to have to step in here and say, "I don't think you've thought this through, Milo. I think you've got a little bit caught up in the moment, sweetheart. I can just tell from the tone of your email. Um, the picture you sent of your twelve and a half inch penis is lovely, so thank you so much for that. Um, don't really know why you sent it. Uh, we would have believed you anyway, but having the proof there with the ruler um, pressed up against it really is nice. It is nice. And um, me and Jenny have uh, made a large copy of it and we've put it on our wall. I mean, it's a bit mediocre compared to Barefoot, but it is good. Yeah. Now, I've got a few few suggestions for you to try and make things more bearable. Okay. 
you miss a taste of human food. Okay, so what you need to do is you need to find a person, uh, maybe an old friend of yours who is still human, get them to gorge on your favourite food, and it will infuse their blood with the taste of that. What you've got to do, Milo, is learn how to restrain yourself from sucking them dry, because that's you really don't want to do that, um, unless they're ready to become a vampire themselves, but otherwise you really don't want to be doing that. Uh, afraid of losing the people you care about? Afraid of stepping out in the sun? Um, sunscreen. Just lots and like slather it on. Really slather it on until you look like it's whipped cream all over your naked body. Um, and then you can go out in the sun as much as you want. You can go and see the people that you that you love. And if they say to you, um, Milo, why are you covered in so much sunscreen? Say, uh, I'm allergic to the sun. I developed an allergy to the sun. Uh, so either, it's either I look like this or you come over to mine uh, exclusively at night time. Or you could say... I just really mm-hmm. care about my skin. I just really, I just really care about my skin, and I want to stay young for as long as possible. Because then, in another twenty years, when you still look thirty-seven, people will go, "Oh, it's just because he takes such good care of his skin." Exactly. It's yeah. All about the skin. Yeah. If you feel like you need to kill some people, Jenny and I have some suggestions. We're not going to name them on our podcast because that's uh, rude and might also get us arrested. Who but didn't? we've got a long list of names of people that we think Trump. deserve to have the blood sucked out of them um on that note did you know that jk rowling is executive producing a reboot of harry potter as a hbo max television series really for real yeah it was announced today harry potter's being like remade uh as a tv show and it's going to be made over the course of the next decade it's going to take 10 years to produce the whole thing that's great just give her more responsibility and more money and yeah and also the um head of hbo max when asked about um the 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 trans uh and transphobia issues said something along the lines of oh that's an online discussion that we don't want to get into right now uh Uh, yeah if it was about racism you'd you'd like sack them exactly exactly what the hell she deserves to have her blood sucked out by a vampire yeah it's a moral dilemma i feel like this should be on patreon too like basically our patreon is just going to be rants about jk rowling Rowling. no 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 it's not it's not it's not we're we're coming back to you milo yeah um so milo i mean i think we've kind of solved your problem honestly Um, people to to go for but yeah sorry before we we end it like i Mm -hmm. think it's important for milo to realize that you know ultimately there are going to be times where you do suck someone dry um, Mm -hmm. and you do take all their blood Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really, really important that when you do do that, that you own up to it mm-hmm. and you have some kind of responsibility, um, uh-huh. and not go to prison or anything. Um, no, you know, oh, just God, go, no, Milo, don't do I that. accidentally sucked out their blood and I just did too much and it was just a pure yeah. accident. Um, yeah. or you could possibly make out as if it was an accident anyway, um, yeah, or some mysterious yeah. death. Um, say oh my god this um guy turned up at my house and then he collapsed and when i did a medical examination on him i saw he had no blood and i was like wow that's really weird exactly like i'm sure people will believe you and if they don't just Uh suck them dry um Um, either blood or semen because a good a good orgasm can make people forgive the most heinous things oh that's a good idea with the food actually sometimes if someone has a lot of warm food their semen can start tasting like that if you fancy Miley. yeah yeah All the vaginal Um, juices. As we know, all vampires are bisexual. Every single one of them. Yep. I mean, it makes sense. I 
I, I in fact think that uh, like bi erasure is a bit of an issue at the moment where, um, you know, in fiction, people are either gay or straight and they can't be anything in between when in fact that very much does exist in the world. Um, and I think that vampires are the antithesis of bi erasure because they are all bisexual, every single one of them. I mean, why wouldn't you be? Like, if you're going to live for the rest of your life, you would try everything absolutely nosferatu loves licking a pussy while he's taking a dick up the ass he loves it i knew it i knew it dracula fisted by his girlfriend while sucking off his boyfriend so essentially milo when you've got desires for things you can't have think about Mm. what you can have and yes explore your sexual endeavors explore your everything that you could possibly do in your entire lifetime Mm-hmm. which is a really long lifetime yeah and let us know about it tell us keep a diary secret diaries of a vampire uh-huh. fucking like i would totally read that or watch it <laughs> i would i would absolutely read that and then watch the tv television adaption as well yeah it could um, even be a reality and, tv show because it's real it could be a reality show yeah um and i'm I, I don't i hope you don't mind jenny if i leave it with one more note of course milo remember that now that you're a vampire, your ass can be stretched out to any width and within an hour it'll bounce back. So double penetration, easy peasy. Triple penetration, so what? Tomorrow it'll be back to normal. Double fisting, invite Jenny over. She loves that. Kyle, I didn't even know that was a possibility. I didn't yeah. know you became elastic when you became a vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's part of the, um, the ultra healing factor. Wow, wow. Milo, yeah. so you- you're a lucky duck. Yeah, so you could get like several uh, penises in in both holes and in your mouth and like slammed around like you can't even imagine. And within thirty minutes afterwards, you'll be back to normal. Wait, tight, realized, tight as a zip. I should have said lucky bat, not lucky duck. Lucky bat. Yeah, that's um, that's humorous. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for the campfire calls this week. Um, don't forget that you can write your you can write your stories to the Ghoul Club Podcast at gmail.com. You can write your paranormal problems to the Ghoul Club Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on social media as the underscore ghoul underscore club on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And that is also where we can be found on patreon.com. Uh, we've got lots of exciting content coming up. Um, we've got outtakes that we've been building up that we're going to release. We've got uh, a, a, a fiction project that's going to be going up there um, like once a month. So yeah, there's lots lots to come on Patreon. We are the Ghoul Club on Facebook. Uh, rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And is that everything? Have I forgotten something? I feel like I've forgotten something. Rate and review us. No. You, you, oh, and, no. And write into us? Or did you I already said that. Oh. I said that while you were laughing. Oh. Uh, uh, dick pics. Dick pics. Dick Paranormal pics, problems. Pics. Already said that as well. Uh, um, big, big hard nipples. Um, oh, God. Mummy. Uh, any kind uh, of money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Money. Any any used sex toys that you were thinking of throwing away, um, send them along. Or send um, like sell them and give us yeah. the money. Oh, someone right here. Oh, what's that? Thank you so much. What's oh, that? look at this. It's a used <gasps> dildo from someone just here on the campfire. Uh, that so is thoughtful. definitely from a cis male. Ooh. Oh, that is yeah, so gross. So much feces on there. Oh my god, I thought it was just um a a, a brown rocky dildo, but it turns out it's just oh, that's just fecal matter. This is too far oh, the smell, for me. The smell. This is yeah, too much. It's too far for me. Too it's much. too far for me. I'm throwing it in the fire. Throwing it in oh the fire. Oh my god. Oh my god. Throw it at Milo. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>